Welcome to the Destiny Awakening Interviews, a podcast with Andrew Wayfinder and his guests, bringing you powerful insights, inspiration, and ways to break free, live life your way, and make a difference in our changing and challenging world. So hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of the Destiny Awakening Interviews. I'm Andrew Wayfinder Renievich, and I'm joined today by Daisy Swan, mindfulness expert, career and executive coach, workshop and retreat leader. And a very warm welcome to you, Daisy. And where are you hanging out today? Well, thanks for having me, Andrew. I am in lovely Santa Barbara, California. Hmm. Probably a whole lot warmer than here in Cal- here in London. I, I, I would gather that could be the case. <laughs> or, or, or Chicago, where you used to live. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm a Californian now. Mm, good for you. <laughs> so, well, let's let's dive into the, the work you do. Because uh, Daisy Swan has been a career and executive coach for 25 plus years. She draws on a lifelong practice of mindfulness and years of studying many different modalities, psychology, and other things to help clients achieve changes they long to embody. With 20,000 plus hours of coaching experience, Daisy is also an instructor and executive coach for UCLA's Anderson School of Management MBA programs and has facilitated hundreds of retreats, workshops, and classes while also being featured in the Huffington Post, LA Weekly, New York Post, ABC, NBC, and Forbes. So thank you, Daisy, for your time today. And the title we're working with is Getting Real, The Power of Hearing Yourself to Live the Life You Need. And Daisy's going to unpack that idea in answering six questions. So the first question, Daisy, who is your ideal client and what's the transformation your work helps them achieve? Mm -hmm. Well, um, I would say foundationally my clients are intelligent and curious people of all ages. Um, they're people who want to make an impact. You know, they, they, they want foundationally people who want to have some sort of greater meaning in, in what they're doing in the world. Um, many of them are leaders, you know, in an organization and many are people who want to be leaders in their own life. And um, I do have, you know, I work with everyone from the 24-year-old whose parents are a little concerned uh, to, um, you know, people in their 50s who are making a transition out of a a career that served them, but they're ready for something new. Um, The average age of my client is around 37. And... um, um, these are, yeah, these are people who like to get things done, but oftentimes they feel rather stuck. They're not really seeing the way forward. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's, um, that's what we work on is really clearing the, the weeds, so to speak, so that, um, they're able to see a clearer path. Mm-hmm. Okay. So question number two, so I think ties right into that. What What's the biggest challenge they're facing, you know, when they come through the door to see you? Yeah, it's that stuckness. Um, they're, they know they want something to change, but they're not sure what it needs to look like. Or um, 
you know, they, they have some ideas, but they don't think they can do it. Um, they know that some structure can help them, but they're not sure they want structure. A lot of my clients are quite creative. And um, I know that creative people oftentimes think they don't need or want that um, because they want to be free to do what they're going to do. That's not always the case. Um, but we do put structure around things and, and within that. Um, it's it's pretty uh, remarkable oftentimes what people find. Mm-hmm. Okay, so question number three, what's the number one insight you would share with someone to help them out if they're in that set, in that circumstance? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if it were something that I wanted people to do today, and it's so simple, really, um, to, to carve out some time. And, you know, this gets to the to, to being able to hear yourself, to get real with yourself. Um, I think we can keep ourselves distracted uh, from really hearing our truth. And uh, that that could sound um, sort of trite, but I think it's really true. Um, you know, and it's scary for a lot of people, but carving out some time doesn't have to be much. It could be to go for a walk. It could be to sit quietly on a meditation cushion, of course, um, although a lot of people don't want to take that time or don't think they have that time, but just a little time for your nervous system to quiet enough to be able to hear what's bubbling. And um, of course, you know, this is what mindfulness meditation can do for us, but it helps us, um, you know, to, to quiet the mind enough to be able to hear um, what's going on in there. It's not like we're going to have that clean slate and not have any thoughts, but to be able to recognize what those thoughts are that are returning and returning. So I, I think, um, yeah, the number one insight would be to um, be courageous to carve out the time to be with yourself, to become familiar with what those thoughts are that are in your mind. I know that, that, you know, the days when I don't meditate feel very different than the days when I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, well, and, and it can be such a short, you know, I, I, I go to yoga on a regular basis, and I, I will say it's very athletic yoga. Um, I, that's where I really get to sweat. But at the end of that, we have this, um, you know, this shavasana, and, um, you know, I I get a lot of insight just in that little time, too. So um, it's not like it has to be a big commitment. Yeah. Well, it's the consistency rather than the amount. Yeah, and the, and the awareness. But awareness um, is, is a big, is a big uh, strength that we want people to develop, I think. Okay, great. So number four, what what concept, book, program, talk, or experience has had the greatest impact in your development? Yeah, um, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I, I, when I hear that question or look at that question, I sort of go back and back and back um, through all of the different things I've learned and studied and whatnot. You know, I think that 
foundationally the the concept of emotional intelligence um it you know really it's at the base i think of being effective so um you know with that is awareness right so um so to me those those are so hand in hand you know they're they're joined together because i don't think it's possible to be emotionally intelligent without having self-awareness so um so i think being able to develop that awareness uh through whatever means you can and and mindfulness is a wonderful way to develop uh awareness but to be able to read people to be able to hear your truth um to be able to listen to what's not being spoken um all of those things i think have been most impactful for me mm-hmm. okay and i think that actually ties in very nicely with question number 5 which is uh is there a free resource you'd like to share with the audience to help them out yeah um i wrote a book several years ago it's it's um um called making work work but from that i developed a um series of what i call deep dive questions and um that free resource is on my website um and it's a series of questions that help people look at where they are in their their mm-hmm. life um taken from the ideas that i worked on in in my book Okay great so that'll be at www.daisyswan.com right so go to the, go to Daisy's website and get the questions so at uh, question number 6 what should i have asked you that i didn't <laughs> another great question um how's this one um what's the most important capability. Hmm? Are we there? Oops, I got a little bit garbled. So the question was what's the most important capability to develop? Okay, so what is it? <laughs> I say curiosity. I think um curiosity to me is um what keeps things interesting um it helps people to take action without um getting too caught up in the outcome which is where a lot of uh a lot of us get stuck right we we think oh but if i do this then what will happen and we just want to stick with the curiosity because that opens up so many wonderful possibilities um i think curiosity is also um a very important antidote to anxiety to um to that stuckness um to all of the things that we say no to when we can stop and just be curious about what what's going on um you know what's having us believe that we need to do or not do what we're considering so uh yeah being being open-minded uh to look to look where uh, even at the most mundane things in your life or um 
the most exciting things in your life and really, you know, ask what what's really here. Mm. Yeah, it reminds me of, <clears throat> I think it's from Buddhism or Zen, <coughs> oh, excuse me, um, where they say that, you know, the, the conditioned mind attacks and defends and the unconditioned mind gets curious. Mm. That's beautiful. And yeah, I, 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 I do my best to remember that. Doesn't That's a good one. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Okay, well, that's perfect, Daisy. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Destiny Awakening interviews. If you have a friend who would benefit, please share. And subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a review. We really appreciate it. And remember, always use your power for good.